In Georgia Ag and Review for the week of September 5th, we had a new perspective on the frustration from the delay of the FTAs. While many in the U.S. ag sector are getting frustrated with the fact that the free trade agreements with Colombia, Panama, and Korea are still awaiting passage. But how is that delay affecting those U.S. trading partners? Frankly, the Colombian people are a little little bit fed up with all this. That's Colombian ambassador to the United States, Gabriel Silva. It's increasingly more difficult for us to to explain what is going on because sometimes it's unexplainable. And clearly, this is such a convenient treaty, it's a a win-win situation. We basically don't, don't compete in anything. Colombia doesn't produce cars or grain. We are very complementary, so there's no real excuse for not doing this. Trade adjustment assistance has been the sticking point, with unions and Democrats pushing for job protections as part of the trade agreements. However, Ambassador Silva believes that's a wasted effort. I think that they are quite blind in doing this because to protect a handful of jobs, they are destroying hundreds of thousands of them. U.S. products have faced tariffs of 2 to 25 percent ever since the previous trade agreement ran out several years ago. Silva says this is keeping American ag producers from getting their goods to willing buyers in Colombia. I love California wine, but I cannot basically get it in Colombia. Why? Because California wines have to pay 15 percent tariff, while the Chilean and the Argentinian wine comes in duty-free. Ambassador Silva, a cattleman in Colombia, is urging farmers to contact their members of Congress to encourage passage of the FTAs. And with a livestock perspective on the FTA issue, Randall Wiseman had this. Well, this Congress is set to return after the long August break. One issue, Bill Donnell, president of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, wants them to take up is, of course, the pending free trade agreements with Colombia, Panama, and South Korea. The thing about these trade agreements is that they reduce the tariffs on our product, phase it out to nothing. And the later we start relative to our, some of our competitors, then we're going to be at a disadvantage in the marketplace trying to move our product. Korea has a 40% tariff. Panama has an 80% tariff. Colombia has a 30% tariff. So these are, uh, these are big numbers. It's like putting your product on sale for 40% off and you still getting to keep the same amount of money. So that's going to put real money in producers' pockets at a time when the administration wants to stimulate the economy. That's the best way to do it is to move more beef through the system. Donald said they're hoping to see some movement on this once Congress returns as they already have the blessings from the committee leaders. So he's hoping the White House and Congress can finally agree to move forward with these FTAs. And we will wrap up for this week with Everett Greiner. It appears that agriculture has not been through the economic turmoil that other industries have faced since the economy tanked. Agriculture has actually benefited in one way. Crop prices have gone up, but... That doesn't serve farmers as well as you might think. Corn may be over $6 a bushel, but don't forget it costs a lot more to grow that corn now. And just like the rest of us, everything the farmer buys keeps going up. Fuel, fertilizer, seed, rent. Saw one estimate that said farmers are borrowing from 15 to 30 percent more money to make a crop today than they did two years ago. And this has been a brutal summer everywhere in this country. Crops have suffered and yields will be smaller if there's a harvest at all. Agriculture might be more stable than some other industries, but I'll tell you one thing, it's still tough to make money. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.